0: Hi, I'm Michael, and I'm Jillian, and
1: we're married, and run a business, and do all the things. We are Live Great Greats,
0: a company dedicated to bringing you motivating, and inspiring content, courses, and coaching to help you reach your true. potential. Your
1: growth journey starts here. Welcome back to the Live Grit Grace podcast. It has been a minute.
0: Yeah, we took a week off for Christmas, which was kind of weird, and now it's 2020, and so we really wanted to start our first podcast of 2020 off right. So we thought we would start with one about goal setting.
1: Yeah, we actually took the new year off too. We took that week off. Just yes, we yeah. Did. So this is our first podcast back, and uh, we had a nice long two weeks off. It was really great. But yeah, now we're into 2020, and everybody's all hyped up and trying to set goals for 2020. So we thought we would help you out and give you an actual step-by-step guide to set and actually achieve your goals.
0: Yeah, and I think what so often happens is people always poke fun at New Year's resolutions because we low-key think that, uh, basically no one is ever going to follow through. And so we want to change that for you in 2020, mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of talk about what the norm is, but talk about some ways that hopefully you can avoid uh falling into those traps and pitfalls.
1: So what would you say is the norm?
0: I would say the norm is that most people give up after two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been to the gym during the new year, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about you roll up in there January 1st or 2nd, you've been going there for like three years in a row. And you're like, where did all of these damn people come from? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my God, it's like the entire town of fill in the blank, got a membership at your gym and they're all there at the same time. But you just kind of laugh to yourself because you know, literally in like two weeks that all those people are going to be gone. And the only people you're going to see are the same people you've seen for the last three years. And a lot of the reason I believe that that happens, not just in, fitness, but in every area is that we don't really have a plan. Like we say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And we just think that we can go to the gym and just sort of do whatever we think is right. And then we will lose 10 pounds. Uh, But if we don't actually get someone who's taught people how to lose weight, so like a trainer, uh, we don't really have a plan or if we at least consult somebody or figure out a workout regimen, something like that. And then we also don't have it written down. And so, you know, we'll say we have a goal and, what ends up happening is, you know, life throws other things at us and we get busy. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're like, shoot, I forgot I was going to do that, you know, whatever it was to get towards my goal. And we realize that a day turns into a week turns into a month. And then, you know, we're back at the the new year 2021, saying the same thing we were saying in 2020. And ultimately, I mean, what we have to do is we have to make it a priority. Mm -hmm. So we have to, instead of looking at where to fit it into our lives, we have to make it the first thing and look to fit other things around it not trying to figure out how to piece it together in our already busy life.
1: Right. And to that's like a perfect segue into the next reason why people fall off it's because they don't have it written down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if you don't write your goals down the probability of you achieving them is like slim to none for sure. So what I would do this week, or right now, unless you're driving, you know, write down all your goals, write down everything that you want to do. I even categorize my goals. I do, like, for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for six months, and for half the year, that's been like the best way to like, set goals, at least yearly goals, because they feel so far away. Um, And then you can work back. But seriously, writing it down is like the biggest thing. And I know you have some stats on how many people actually write down their goals.
0: Yeah. So only about 10, about eight to 10% of people achieve their goals. um, But only two to 3% of people actually write them down. And I mean, those are usually the people that end up being very, very successful because when you write it down, especially every single day, which is why we're so big on like journaling in the morning and morning gratitude and stuff like that. Cause when you write your goal down every single day, you rewire your brain to look for ways to help you achieve that goal. So that's why we always say, keep your goals in the forefront of your mind, always be thinking about them because that basically is training your brain to look for ways to help you get to that goal.
1: Yeah, I think definitely is there's something so powerful about putting pen to paper, especially if something is swirling through your mind. And this happens to me all the time. Michael can attest, I'll have an idea and it's usually when I'm in the shower and I'll make him write it down for me because I will forget it. And I don't know if anyone's ever read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. It's an amazing, amazing book about inspiration. And that's one of the things she talks about is like when you have inspiration, you have to basically strike while the iron is hot because that inspiration will move on. And you have to put it to pen, like pen to paper, you have to get it down. And I feel like it's so much more achievable and real when you've got it written down. So
0: yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, for me, what I like to do is, um, I call it the ACB strategy. And so a is where you're at. So we'll just use the gym as an example, because that's like the big one for the new year. So you are 10 pounds overweight and that's where you are. So that's a B is the end result that you want. So you want to lose 10 pounds. So that's you 10 pounds lighter. C is the middle. And so C is basically the action steps that you should be doing to get you to B. And so that's ultimately setting a smart goal. So if you've ever heard about that, you want to have a specific timeframe. And then you want to also break it down into the smallest increments possible. So Again, in that example, if you're trying to lose ten pounds, but you never go to the gym, your goal shouldn't be to go to the gym for an hour a day, day one. Oh, you'll kill yourself. Yeah, you you'll just you'll burn yourself out. And but that's what most people do. And so instead, what you should be doing is saying, uh, you know, I'm going to get on the treadmill and I'm going to walk for five minutes, Mm -hmm. but just actually make it to the gym it's not necessarily about the workout and then you slowly build it up so you do you know five minutes for a week you're like i'm feeling a little bit better i'm gonna do 10 and they just they seem really small and like inconsequential but you have to do that to be able to then build up to the 25 minutes the 30 minutes the you know instead of walking on the treadmill running now or you know upgrading your workouts and so you have to be able to start in those smallest increments because you got to get wins Mm -hmm. because what so often happens is people do okay for the first like five or six days and they keep getting wins, but then they get burnt out and they get a loss or two and they start to just say, well, it's like, you know, they throw in the towel basically. And well, this is just like last year without even kind of trying to persevere through it, but it's because they they went too big, too quick. So I always say start in the smallest amount of increment as you possibly can.
1: Yeah. And even with that, if you make them as easy as possible too, that's, easier to follow through and do more. So like a great example would be one of our clients said that she wants to read 12 books this year. Awesome. That should be a great, that's a great goal. So one of the things that she could do is read one page a day. Mm -hmm. And I know it seems silly because you're like, well, yeah, I can totally do that. But you're kind of, building that muscle. You're building up that muscle and that habit. And when you start super small like that, you usually can go farther and pass what you can set. But starting as small as that, it kind of tricks your brain because it's like, well, yeah, I can totally do that. And you kind of challenge yourself and you're like, I'll read four pages, I'll read five. And then you work yourself up. You're like, okay, I'm going to read two pages today. I'm going to read Three pages, ten pages, one chapter, whatever it is. And then the other thing I would say about that is do it in the morning if you can, especially with reading. Reading is such a good way to set up your day. You I seriously have the best days when I read in the morning because it sets your mind right. It's usually a nonfiction book about, you know, personal growth or something like that or business. And I just feel so incredibly put together and ready for the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely if you can read in the morning big proponents of personal growth first thing. It it just puts you in a great mood. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always in such a better mood when I've read, listened to a podcast, meditated than if I I oversleep or something and I I don't have time to do that. And so, yeah, I mean it's like she said, you just you want to start as small as possible because yeah, it may not seem like a big deal at first, but it's it's building up that consistency and that momentum. So, definitely important.
1: Yeah. And then, so the other thing that I would say would be to think about next December 2020 and to use, which I think is really interesting. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah.
0: So, I mean... I've heard uh, people like Ed Milet talk about this, kind of the potential you versus the you where you are now. And so the first you would be the one that quits on their goals, slides backwards and finds themselves back in the same spot, making the same resolution year after year. So again, the fitness example, say you're going for the first couple of weeks, you fall off. Um, you know, you slide backwards, you're like, eh, you know, it's kind of the same the year and, and you end up not achieving your goal and you're back 2021, making the same one again a year later. But the second you is the one that follows through on what they said they were going to do. So you make a goal, you take action. Maybe you don't hit the goal, but that really isn't the point. The point is that you took action every single day to move your life forward because success and whatever you're chasing is then simply a matter of time. Mm -hmm. And so we're big proponents of Worrying about effort, not necessarily results, uh, because ultimately you can't control what anybody else does or says or or really anything. You can only control what you say, your reaction, your emotion, your work habit. And so if you're putting in the effort that you should be and say you don't hit your goal, you should be proud that you put forth the effort, because if you continue to put forth that kind of effort, it's only a matter of time before you do start hitting the goals that you set for yourself.
1: Yeah, Totally. Absolutely. And then another thing you can start to do is evaluate first thing in the morning and then last thing before you go to bed. We've done this with our business mm-hmm. and it's been amazing in the productivity levels that we've had. But basically it's, you know, when you wake up first thing in the morning, you evaluate what you need to be doing that day in order to achieve, you know, X goal that you've set for yourself. And then before you go to bed at night, you assess your day uh, in accordance with your goals and you go over the necessary things. Like if it's great, awesome what can you improve on? What can you change? Uh, If it wasn't, then what needs to be altered and think about what do you need to be doing to actually achieve that goal?
0: Definitely. And um, I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of mine. What would be your biggest if you had to say piece of advice for someone who's looking to achieve their goal in 2020? Uh, Maybe they're a person that sets, you know, New Year's resolutions every year, but they don't really pan out. What would you say to that person?
1: Hmm. I would say, why are you wanting to achieve these goals? Hmm. Like really get down to the reason and be super honest with yourself. Like, for me, I used to set goals every year and it was like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to lose whatever. And of course I wouldn't, that would never happen. And then it wasn't until I got very real with myself and I was setting him because of an underlying insecurity issue that I had had forever. And then it wasn't until I finally worked on that, that I was like, Oh, my value isn't rooted in my weight. So I'm not going to set that like, yeah, I do want to focus more on like, going to the gym and eating healthier, but now it's not about like losing weight. It's more about feeling good and feeling comfortable and feeling energized to pursue this life and this business that we have. So that was kind of a tangent, but all that to say, get to the root and the why, like, why are you setting these goals? And are Mm -hmm. they really that important to you? Because I think if they are, you'll find a way if they're not, you'll make an excuse.
0: Yeah. Definitely agree. Yeah. Knowing why you're doing something is, is the biggest motivator. Uh, and it has to be a really strong, it's gotta be like a nine or a 10 out of 10. Cause if it's anything less than that, you'll, you'll end up probably quitting at some point just because it's not as important to you as say, maybe something else is. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just really evaluate why you do the things you do and what are the most important things and then do the activities that will get you closer to that and you'll be a lot happier. You'll experience resistance just like anyone else, but you're more likely to fight through it because you do have a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 reason as to why you're doing what you're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So that's our couple tips for setting and achieving goals in 2020. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. Love for you to share with us your goals, any way that we can help. And you can always find us on Instagram. And if you liked this, uh, click like and subscribe. And uh, we just appreciate you guys. And we hope that you have an amazing 2020. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Live Great Grace podcast. For all new and established business owners who need help starting, growing, and scaling their business, you can find out more info about our GSA program at livegritgrace.com slash growth squad coaches.